Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Welcome to Mitchell Levy Presents AHA Moments. Mitchell is a thought leader, entrepreneur, and TEDx speaker who helps you think big and lead an authentic life. Each week, Mitchell gives leaders the inspiration they need to make a greater impact and share their genius with the world. Now, here's Mitchell Levy. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and I'm in the midst of doing something really spectacular. In the midst of interviewing 500 humans on their credibility. These are powerful people talking about who they are, what they do, how they relate to the world, who they serve, and it is absolutely worth listening to. You're going to get a really great point of view of who they are. You're going to get ideas and aha moments and how you can present yourself better. I've taken three of those interviews, or six to 10 minutes each, taking three of those, combine them to be this episode of Mitchell Levy Presents Aha Moments. Uh, please enjoy. If you like it, click on the like button and subscribe to our channel. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet about who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Dr. Bonnie Clipper, who is the founder and managing director of Innovation Advantage. She is an influential thought leader, nurse advocate, and international speaker on the future of nursing and emerging innovations impacting nursing practice and patient care. And I would say one of my friends and one of our authors. Bonnie, great to see you. Excellent. Hey, Mitchell, good to see you as well. <laughs> Thanks for being here. So what is your customer point of pain, your, your CPOP? You know, healthcare organizations that want to transform health through innovation, that's the sweet spot for me. You know, I, I'm looking just as a consumer and, and actually being exposed to the world through your book and, and, and others, I'm looking at the world and, and it's so dramatic of things that are going on. I think if, if you don't keep up, you'll get lost. I, I love where you're at. Tell me a little bit more. What do you do? Absolutely. So when organizations are interested in building a culture of innovation to generate new ideas, to change value propositions, to improve the work that they're doing, to improve their outcomes, to increase their engagement, a lot of those organizations reach out to me to help start putting those building blocks in place to actually change the culture to get staff engaged, no matter who the staff are, whether they're physicians, nurses, leaders, we work with everyone. So I... I like the words. I like the thought process. Explain a little bit more. What, is that, what, is, what does that really mean? What, what, what should somebody expect if they interact with you? Well, there's different ways to do that, right? So in healthcare, especially in nursing, nurses don't realize that they're innovators. They really just kind of care for patients. And they're familiar with workarounds because they happen several times a shift. They're familiar with MacGyvering something, but they don't really know the words innovators. So part of what I do is I teach the terminology to the healthcare team and then also help them put processes in place. So one of my favorite tools is actually a hackathon. A hackathon is a beautiful collaborative problem-solving event that brings people together, cross-functional teams, different disciplines, very, very diverse group of people. You give them a challenge or two different challenges and you have them solve to those challenges. And by the time you're done, you end up with something that everybody feels a part of. And they've poked a lot of holes in it. So you're pretty darn sure that the solution is going to work. So it's a really neat way to bring people together. You empower them who are the frontline users, the end users. You let them solve the problem. 
what we see is that a lot of those solutions actually stick because they're the champions and they own it. That's pretty cool. By the way, you're the first person to use the word MacGyvering as a verb. <laughs> um, and for those who are not aware, there was a show called MacGyver where he could fix everything. And, and I just absolutely adore you for, for saying that. Um, what gives you the credibility? I know this answer, but I'd love you to share. What gives you the credibility to do what you do? You know, I, I've been very, very fortunate in my career. I've been a nurse for quite a long time. Uh, I knew when I was six that I wanted to be a nurse, and I fulfilled that dream. I also have spent 20 years as a chief nursing officer. So as an operator, I, I understand how things work, and that's actually been very, very helpful. And then also had the opportunity to participate as a Robert Wood Johnson Executive Nurse Fellow and a Fellow in Innovation from ASU. So I feel like I have a lot of good, not only street smarts, but book smarts and operational experience to really roll up my sleeves and jump in and make things happen. And I, the feedback I get from the people in the industry who I've, who I've interacted with who know you is so powerful. It's, it's, it's pretty impressive. How do you go about sharing your credibility? You know, I think you got, first, it's about passion, right? You have to have a skill set, but you really, really have to feel passionate that you want to share that and you want to do a good job. My goal is to help other people do it, right? So if I can empower them and show them how to do it, I want millions and millions of nurses to go forth and innovate and do things. So the more I can actually hand these skills over to them and have them go out and truly transform health through nurse-led innovation, that's powerful. That's amazing stuff. So you have a book, obviously. You, um, what are you doing on social media? And you, and you have a pretty active speaking career. Talk a little bit more about those things. Absolutely. So I'm actually the top nurse influencer in LinkedIn. So I blog regularly. I'm out there um, very, very frequently. And, and I've actually hit the threshold now of, of connections. So I'm tending to accumulate a lot of followers. And I love interacting. I love both when people um, are supportive and sometimes less than supportive because I think that interaction and that challenge and pushback is really important to open and honest dialogue. So I do participate quite a bit in LinkedIn. I'm also active in Twitter as well. Um, and then I speak. I speak internationally. I've had the opportunity to go to Spain, Sweden, Canada, um, was just invited to Singapore as well. So the ability to really share the work that's in the Nurse's Guide to Innovation it's really intended to be kind of a toolkit and just talking about that and helping people understand that the, they too can actually advance their innovative work. That's really cool stuff for me. I actually love this interview. I will be sharing it often. And listen, you know who you are. First, let me tell you, if you have a company that needs to do better customer service needs to do customer care. We're not just talking about healthcare. Aren't nurses known as the best customer service model? And if you have a healthcare innovation, healthcare company, and you need to have innovation, and if you're not borrowing from the bottom line and bringing up top, you will disappear sometime in the future, and you need to talk to Dr. Bonnie Clipper. Um, Bonnie, how best can people reach out to you? Uh, grab me on LinkedIn. I'm out there under Bonnie Clipper. Reach out to me there. And on Twitter, I'm at ThoughtLeaderRN. So either way, send me a DM and happy to talk. You know, thank you so much for sharing your credibility with us today. It's my pleasure, Mitchell. 
And for those watching, uh, click on the like button, share with your friends, and we'll see you at the next episode of Thought Leader Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet about who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is, is one of my good friends, Kari Anderson, who is an Emmy-winning former NBC and Wall Street Journal Wall Street Journal journalist. Man, that's hard words to say together. She is now a speaker and connective on connective behavior, leadership, and quotability, and an author and columnist. Kari, thanks for joining me today. It's an honor. Oh, the honor actually truly is mine. Um, what is your customer point of pain? What is your your CPOP? They usually come looking uncomfortable and nervous and saying, I feel ignored. I get angry and I don't want to. I need some help. You know, I, I uh, in Silicon Valley and, and probably around the world, you see more. I see a lot of that. Uh, tell me a little bit more. What do you do? Well, I get them to realize the innate power they have when they know their core mission in life and what most matters. Then they're able to get specific sooner in talking to other people. And the specificity boosts their credibility and their memorability. And they look at people and ask a question so they show an interest in them. That's fascinating. So a lot of times what happens is that what I'm hearing you say is that they don't feel like they're being heard because they potentially are not listening? I think that's not their view, but we all could listen more. It's just that when they've worked hard on something and they've looked at somebody and they really wanted to connect, but somehow what they said didn't connect them. I believe the key need in our culture is connective behavior. And that's my core value. Mm. So tell me, how do you have, I I think I know this. Actually, I know this because I've known you for a while. How do you have credibility to do what you do? I think the most powerful way, ironic, is when other people tell people about me. They say, when this happened, I didn't know I could learn from her, but I'm now getting more specific. So I really advocate getting other people to be motivated without pushing them to cite you. And I think they read my actionable insights uh, in social media or they read it in the book, but there's something specific. So they say, oh, I want to learn more about that. And... And I'm thinking about things that you've done. You have a TED Talk, which has how many views nowadays? Over 2.4 million. It just always startles me. Yes. That's so, that is so cool. Um, you speak at a ton of both companies and associations on these topics. Yes. How to be an opportunity maker. How to be more connected how to um, have everybody who works in your organization um, be so happy that they're citing each other, not just themselves. So I'm still thinking about credibility and focused on specificity. I can't even say that. Specificity. (laughs) (laughs) I know I didn't say that, right? Yeah. Um, how, How does one become an expert in that? Well, as a journalist, what I learned, every good story starts with a specific example 
or story. And most people, especially if they're experts, research shows, they begin with generalizations. But the specific detail or example or story can prove the general conclusion, not the reverse. So one way to be really credible and also to cite diverse people that are so unexpected that, you know, say, there's one thing these three people have in common. They have the capacity to get specific. They seek sweet spots of mutual interest when they're around other people. Um, And they ask follow-up questions. So they're pulling in unexpected allies. And they're so happy. They said, I wish I'd learned this sooner. So they go talk to other people about the things I've said. And those people say, well, I want to hear from her directly. (laughs) Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. That was what I was, that's what I was looking for. Um, what is your marketing plan? How do people hear about you? How do you get your word out? The main way that's worked for me is citing people I deeply admire in my speaking and in my writing. So, for example, when I give speeches, I ask the meeting planner ahead of time. I say, I'm going to cite the up and down sides of being introverted or extroverted. Who's someone that's really admired who's going to be sitting in the audience? I want to cite the power of this and then turn around and point at that person and say, but you already know that because of. And when they have been cited, they build in bragging rights. So they go out tell other people. And those other people want to know. And meeting planners then hire me because they've heard about me from four other people. So I think the power in marketing is to suggest things to clients even more than what they ask for. Like I say to meeting planners, ask every speaker to send you a 300-word tip they're going to cite in their talk. And then when you open your conference, say, as you're leaving this conference, you're going to have such a memoir that's going to be put in your hands. You're going to realize how much you learned and how you get to learn more. But that's a tips book they get by email. And so every speaker was going to share it socially with their people and everybody in the audience is going to be reading it and they'll cite each other. And those people all wind up citing me a lot because it spread me much further and faster. And the meeting planner looks good because the visibility of their conference has gone where. So again, the bottom line is how can you give them more than they expect and find it works? And they want to say, I now do this and say, I heard it from. So nice. I want people boasting about stuff they did because of me. I like that. And there's, there's one thing, there's many things you do well, but one I like in particular is on social media, how you keep a list of people you want to stay in touch with. And then you <laughs> go in and like to talk a little bit more about that. Cause that's a beautiful technique. Well, one of the things that used to bug me as a hot button. So I'm admitting to something that's not good character is there several people, especially after the TED Talk, who say, will you come do this for me? They're takers. they always something more. And what I've really been blessed by are people say, Kari, I really want to see if there's ways we can help each other. I have some ideas for you. So those are the people that are my first circle of friendship that I admire because they realize that. I actually spoke at UC Berkeley, and the people are first generation or from another country, They're the ones more mutuality-minded than people from our country because they really felt they had to earn it. So that's been key to my success is people who do want to. Because once they've done that, we realize we we are bonding. That's why I believe in diverse allies because if we realize we could probably disagree on a lot of stuff, but if we find sweet spots of mutual interest, then we're all pinned around wanting to make that work 
And when we find everybody does something, we're seeing more sides of situation. So seeing more sides of situation means you can make smarter decisions faster together. And when everybody feels like they've gotten a direct benefit, then they're really willing, willing and able and interested and wanting to collaborate again. Well, as one of your books say, mutuality does matter. <laughs> and and I, I said I particularly like when – you go and and you know you're meeting people. You go and like their comments. You like their posts. And you may go up and down and and like ten or twenty of their posts. And you're getting familiar with a person that you're interacting with. And I find so many people. How about I say so many people don't do what is so obvious and that you do all the time. You said that better than I've said that in a while. Thank you very much. That's so true. Because people feel touched when they're specifically cited for something. Their instinct is to emulate that. And one of the things I tell people is just remember core behavior. Negative behavior is faster and deeper than positive. That's why we see replications of bad news. So when we come around and be a source of good news and unexpected allies, that adds to our quotability. One of my favorite things to say, one thing three of us have in common one of them is this and this and this. And I say, I feel because of them, I get to learn more, faster, better. Mm. So if you're listening to this and you realize that you're either too much of a generalist or you get in front of a group of people or individual people and they are actually, uh, they seem bored and they're not excited about you and what you have to say, Uh, you're going to want to go to somebody who can help you focus on what's relevant to be specific in how you communicate and to reach out to Kari Anderson will be a treat. Kari, how best can people interact with you? Feel free to look up my website, sayitbetter.com or I'm active on LinkedIn or just um, look at some of the stories and say something I've written that you found is helpful or not. No, no. The most important, by the way, thank you. The most important thing you can think about is if you want to interact with somebody, read something they posted and make a comment. It could be positive or negative. Don't be too negative, but it could be positive or constructive. Uh, Well, don't tell them that they spelled wrong or something. So how about we just say (laughs) positive? You like this because and mean it. (laughs) Oh, that's so well put. You're just naturally articulate and specific. That's an honor. (laughs) I try my best. Kari, thank you so much for sharing your credibility with us today. Thank you very much. I truly uh, mean that. You oh, you wouldn't say it if you didn't mean it, and I appreciate that. And for those watching, uh, Kari Anderson is amazing. Please click on the like button, share with your friends, reach out to her if it's appropriate, and we'll see you at the next episode of Body of Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet about who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is J- Jacob Engel, who is the founder and CEO of Yada LLC and the creator of the Prosperous Leader Online Training and Coaching Program. He gives leaders, managers, and their employees the knowledge to change and helps them implement these changes in their organizations. Jacob, welcome. Hello, Mitchell. 
Thank you for having me. Oh, it's absolutely my pleasure. Hey, so tell me, what is your customer point of pain? What is your CPOP? I love helping entrepreneurs and business people taking their business to the next level where they can actually make money, live a great life, and leave a great legacy. Got it. So entrepreneurs who want to live a, live a great life and leave a great legacy. Love that. What gives you the credibility to do that? Just a little bit about my background. I come from a large family back, uh, business. It was started by my dad in 1955. He was a Holocaust survivor, started from scratch, built a huge enterprise. Unfortunately, he passed early and uh, I took over as COO. And uh, what I realized when I took over that position, that leadership position, was we were in the spice business that I really wasn't anymore in the spice business per se, but I was really in the people business and developing people, developing leaders and developing uh, our people so that they can step up, run the business. Because as, as some quoted author used to say, that you need to be more on the business than in the business. And that gave me an insight. So what I did was I spent a lot of time reading. I spent a lot of time going to every type of seminar I can let my hands out. And at the end of the day, I'm certified in a whole bunch of these modalities because I found that they work for me and they work for my clients. Nice. So tell me a little bit more about what you what you do. How do you how do you help your how do you help your entrepreneurs be more successful leaving a legacy? So uh, not to get bogged down in too much detail, but what I help them do is, number one, uh, really figure out where they are, where is it that they would like to be in one, two, three, four, five years down the road? What's their goal? What's their objective and why? Uh, Simon Sinek said, always start with the why. Why is it so important? What impact? I'm big on impact. What do you want to change the world with? And then we really start to map out how do you get there? What are the resources you need? What are the people you need? What are the skill sets? I look at mindset, skill set, tool set. How's the mindset? Is the mindset built to run a, to grow a business? What's the skills that the person has? And then what tools can I introduce? And that you that will give me a great platform to help the entrepreneur take that business to that uh, proverbial next level. And is it typically one-on-one coaching or do you have other models as well? So depending on the size of the business, I usually, if it's a smaller business, I do one-on-one coaching and that's my online program and one-on-one coaching. If the business is larger, it usually requires me interacting with their team, maybe their second in commands. If the business, I've been, I've done companies, you know, and hundreds of employees, then it really requires me to sort of be down in the trenches, but I've been there, done that so many times. So I, I actually like it. Got it. It, and, in terms of you, you were going a little bit further on the, on the, the, what did you learn and how do you have credibility? So how many different types of programs did you learn and, and take and, and how many, you've been doing this for how long? And, and of course, what you've done with your business is pretty amazing way back when. Correct. So in 2010, I started my leadership training company. I've trained hundreds, probably thousands by now. In 2015, I've, I've written the book that encompassed all the different things I've learned and all the things I'm certified in that I bring to the table. And just recently I put it all online, 
But I, I would say that um, some of the key things that I like to bring to the table are uh, evaluation tools, very important, both in terms of their strengths, abilities, leadership qualities. And I use a public, many different tools to that. I also like to have a, a great planning tool in order to create the goals of the company and why is it important and then have a very good implementation system. So it's sort of three parts to it. We evaluate, we plan, and then we implement. That makes sense. By the way, I'm liking the different models that that you encounter and then uh, the number of clients you've worked with. So tell me, how do you share your credibility? How, How do you get your, how do you get your brand out? Right. So since we're in, you know, 2020 and in my heydays, not to want to date myself, it was a tough job. But today, number one, I get invited to speak at certain conferences where I love to share. I do a lot of uh, seminars on my own. But uh, quite honestly, the probably the best tool and the most prolific tool that I've been using recently, and it's been very rewarding, is LinkedIn. It gives you the opportunity I've got thousands and thousands of connections. It gives you opportunity to update them. It gives you opportunity to interact, reach out to new people, and post stuff. That's been a very powerful tool for me. I've also discovered somehow how to get onto Forbes.com to become a what's called a Forbes Coach Council. So I've been sharing a lot of the stuff on Forbes.com. That is, and they've they've used different platforms. Uh, LinkedIn included, and that really has helped me get my name out there. So if you're an entrepreneur and you want to increase your business, you want to create a legacy that will last well beyond you, uh, you're going to want to reach out to Jacob Engel. Jacob, how best can people reach out to you? Okay. Combination, they can either go to my uh, LinkedIn profile and do a search Jacob M. Engel. They can also reach me on my website, uh, which is theprosperousleader.com, or email at jacob at theprosperousleader.com. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for sharing your credibility with us today. Thank you, Mitchell. Love oh, you're you- absolutely welcome. And, and for those watching, click on the like button, share with your friends, and we look forward to seeing you at the next episode of Thought Leader Live. Take care, everybody. Bye now. Thank you. This is Mitchell Levy, the AHA guy from AHA That. To learn more about Thought Leader Life, go to thoughtleaderlife.com. And to learn more about creating and sharing your AHA moments, go to ahathat.com slash author, where you can also find a link to book a strategy call. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.